Hello God's beloved, this is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive, it's inspirational, it's uplifting, and yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here. God's beloved. Welcome to another Sunday morning scripture reading worship. Listen, I am so excited that you decided to join us again on another beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. And this Sunday, we're going to continue as we have been on the names and attributes of God. And this morning, we have um, a name or an attribute of God. We can just say they're both because it really speaks about his name and, and who he is and his attribute, his character, um, him just existing the way he is. And it is El Olam, the everlasting father, the God who was who always has been, and who is to come. And that is what the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And we can find that scripture, the full scripture of that in Revelation 1 and 8, um, talking about our everlasting Father. Did you know that God right now, right at this moment, is in your future, right where you are in time right now, God works outside of time. He is in your future working the things out that you have prayed for, <laughs> that he has promised you right in your future now, right now, working those things out for you because, because God is not a God that he shall, not a man, Come on now. He's not a man that he shall lie, but he keeps his promises. God is constant and he is consistent. He is constant in the way that he is so faithful. He is constant in the way that he keep his word. You know, people can let you down, right? When they promise you something, they can turn their backs on you and say, well, look, I'm not going to keep that promise to themselves. They may not say it to you, but they say, well, they think of some kind of way to get out of what they said they was going to do. But when God make a promise to us, he keep his promise. We thank God that we have a, a, a constant God who is everlasting, who is working things out in our future, who has been in our past. You know, things that you have been through, you thought God wasn't with you. He was right there with you, right in your past. He's in your now. We thank God that he works outside of time, but he deals with us in time. We have an everlasting father who is so great and who is so gracious and loves us so much. Listen, why don't you stay tuned as we go through um, talking about El Olam. Let's learn a little bit more about him as we um, go into the Sunday morning scripture reading worship. Stay tuned for that. So before we move on to the Sunday morning scripture reading worship, I want to let let you know that I will be taking a break. Normally, I do that like um, twice a year. So I'm running late, actually. And um, 
So I think that, you know, you should take a break because, you know, it's for self-care um, when you're doing ministry, business, when you're taking care of a family. You need to stop and take care of yourself. Um, Reprioritize um, things, um, rejuvenate, and just, you know, really take care of yourself and things that listen to God, get in the face of God. You know, sometimes you can minister so, and sometimes you need to get ministered back to solitary, go into solitary and do that, you know, because you've been ministered to all along, you know, with with your services and, and the groups that you're in and things like that. But sometimes you have to go into solitude, um, get solitary, get alone, one-on-one with God. Someone said, skin to skin, like a baby laying on his chest, you know, listening to him and, you know, getting with your family and just having that time, that time with them, that one on one time with them. And that is what I'm going to do. Um, I may still be uh, posting my uh, Thursday thoughtful moments other than that, and you know, little other things. But far as the podcast, we're going to lay that um, to a side for a little bit and um, get before God rest, you know, rejuvenate and things like that. So are you ready for this morning, Sunday morning scripture reading worship? I hope so. So we have been talking about the names and attributes of God. And you know, the names and attributes of God shows us God's multifarious character and nature. And we are so grateful that his divine presence is right there with us as we navigate through this journey called life. You know, no one knows how to direct, guide, and lead us through our everyday life existence like El Olam. And El Olam is the name, as I previously said, that we will be focusing on today. El Olam, the everlasting God who has no beginning and even more exciting to know he has no end. Isn't that wonderful? Again, the purpose of the God attributes and name study is to develop an intimate relationship with God through discovering and embracing the unhidden treasures of his name. You know, when we come to the knowledge and understanding and embrace the truth about God according to his character, his power, his greatness, his faithfulness and the mighty essence of who he is and how he desires for us to receive all of who he is, it will impact our everyday life in a significant way. And we will begin to know him in a way that is very intimate, beautiful, and sincere. And that is our aim through our study. So, you know, it is a powerful thing to um, study and know the names and attributes of God. The Bible says that my people 
perish because of the lack of knowledge. We find that scripture in Hosea, Hosea 4. And we know that it was talking about the holotry of Israel. But, you know, the spirit and the meaning applies here. Um, what we're talking about today, you know, because once you come into the knowledge of something, when you know a thing, you can act upon and apply and adjust your life appropriately. Well, you know, we know that on this side of life, we will never know God to the full infinitely. But as much as he has allowed or will allow us to know him in our finiteness, he wants us to know him to the full of that extent. Jeremiah 9 and 24 says, but let the one who boasts, boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me that I am the Lord who exercises kindness. And this is the way he wants us to know him, that he exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these things, God says he delight, declares the Lord. And, you know, that is only touching the tip of the iceberg of who God is. But I like the way Jeremiah um, says that. We just want to go on to just, you know, get a little deeper about El Olam. You know, when we talk about El, that means God or power, might or strength in Hebrew. And usually when we are talking about the one and only true God, El, because El is applied to some other deities. But when we're talking about the one and only true God, it, we normally combine uh, other Hebrew words like Alam or um, Elohim, but we're talking about Alam today. And Olam um, is meaning is long duration, um, eternity, eternal. You know, it is talking about the um, ancient, you know, the Bible talking about the ancient of days and talking about God existence is it's more talking about something that is dated time gone past or continual existence and you know it lets us know when we talk about Olam the 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 eternity of the long duration antiquity the futurity of God and you know Psalms 110 and 4 even talks about um, Jesus's messianic dynasty and it's his eternal kingship and the perpetual uh, priesthood that he holds that will never end that is forever and and everlasting you know the scripture give us proof to God's eternity he is the eternal God who is the eternal ruler who is sovereign and he's um, over the whole entire universe 
who he is beyond the space, he is beyond time, and he is over all gods who uh, consider themselves as God. Or, you know what, I don't even know if those gods consider themselves as God. But the people who are worshiping these false deities, they the one who consider themselves those gods as gods because um, some of those things can't even think. They don't breathe. They're made of stone. People have to move them around. But God is the God of all gods over all of those deities. And um, we just thank God that we have a God who has no beginning and no end and that we can trust him because he is eternal. And as I said um, before, you know, he's been in our past with us, even though, you know, sometimes you may not be able to trace him in times of trouble. But we know that he is there because the Bible lets us know that he is in our past. He is um he is, has been before, he is now, he is in our future. Even Isaiah 41 and 13 lets us know, it says, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. And it just says that he holds our hand, but it specifies that he holds our right hand. The right hand is the right hand of power, of strength, giving us strength, letting us know he's there um, to strengthen us, to give us power, to embolden us. It says, it is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. So, you know, even though we may not know and feel God at the time of our troubles, but we know, according to Isaiah and in so many other scriptures, that he is there with us. And we know the scriptures that we like to say all the time, for I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And that is a promise to us for God. And we just praise God for that. So let's jump right back into the broadcast. Psalms 90 and 2 says, Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Isaiah 26 and 4 says, Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord is the rock eternal. He is an eternal God that we can always depend on. You know, he is never going to leave us. He's never going to uh, forsake us. He's always there. He's very dependable. And Elohim, the everlasting God who created time, yet exists outside or beyond time, in his very name, you know, it lets us know that before the creation of the universe, God has always existed, you know, and I keep saying that because I want to drive that home because you have some people, you know, who don't believe that God has always been, you know, they're trying to figure out, okay, who was before God, who created God or who it, um, created Jesus. They are not created beings. They are God who has always been here, 
who will always be here and who is here right now. So he is the God of the universe who has always existed. He has no beginning and no end, as I previously said. You know, everything that exists on earth changed through time. You know, everything that you encounter, it changes. However, Elam stays the same. The divine immutability of God means the character of God, his word, his kingdom, and all he stands for never changes and never ends. I mean, that is a beautiful thing to know. So that means that that word that he promised you, it, it he hasn't changed his mind about it. It always has been, it is now, and always will be. He will bring it to pass. You can trust God. You can lean on it. And as they say, you can take it to the bank and cash in on it. Praise God. So what is this telling us? You know, when we talk about the divine immutability of God, mean the character of God, his word, his kingdom, it stands forever. It never changes. What does this mean? What is it telling us about our God, of our father, who we are developing this intimate relationship with? You know, it is telling us that we have a unceasing, dependable, trustworthy, and consistent God who is ever watching over us. Oh, just rest in that. Just rest in the fact that God is ever watching over us. You know, he takes us in his arms. The scripture says that he picks up the lambs. He picks us up and holds us dear and close to his chest. You know, just like a loving father, he holds us in his bosom. Just think about that. He is a caring father. He is a caring father. I mean, he is so big, yet he brings himself into our being and to our cares and to our wants and to un, into our understanding. He surrounds himself with what we are concerned about. I mean, he is just the God of the universe. Think about that. Think about if you go like to the top of the mountain and you look up and you see the widespread of, of the land, you know. And I mean, there's only so far that we can see when we're looking out over the sea. And if we're at the top of the mountain and we see the tips of the treetops and we can go only so far. And it's just a vast span when you are on top of that mountain. And think about God. He sees beyond that. He see all he sees all in one. I mean, with one glance, he can see the whole entire world, the whole entire universe. I mean, that's something to take in. And he's watching over us. And yet, with his vast knowledge and his grandness and his greatness and his bigness and his 
magnitude of who he is, yet he brings himself down without without losing any of his divinity. He brings himself down to our concerns. To our cares. And you know, and allow us the ability to understand who he is. You know, and how much that he cares about us and how much that he walks with us. No matter what we're going through, he's right there. He's right there with us in the midst of it all. You know, God is so personal. He is our friend. He is our father. And when we look at those scriptures and it talks about how his care is so much for us. You know, how he's hiding us under his wings, you know. Sometimes the animals, they can teach us a thing. You know, how much they care about their their family, the family unit. I mean, he, he brings us in under his care, under his wings. He covers us. And when we are in some trouble, I mean, the scripture says he, we mount up with wings like an eagle and fly. And we can go above our problems and trouble. And only God can mount us up with wings like an eagle and take us above the things that we are going through. I want you to know, you know, someone may think that God is not there for them. You may be thinking at this moment that God is not there. But trust me when I say he is there, no matter what you are going through through God is there right by your side whatever you have been through you made it through it you made it through it and you made it through with the help of the Lord God is so good he is our refuge he is our strength he is our strong tower he is our rock and he is our everlasting Father, and we just praise God for that because He is so dependable and He watches over us. Oh, praise God! And He has a perfect plan for our lives that He has not changed His mind about. You know, with the things that we're going through, the way the world is today, the COVID-19, we've been um, in our houses with this um, distancing from one another and distancing from just all activities and different things that's going on. You would probably think, you know, God has forgotten about the plan that we have (laughs) talked about, that he has um, placed in my dreams, that he has dropped in my heart. You know, how can it ever be? Things look and seem so bleak, but trust me, our everlasting father, El Alam, our um, 
God who is never ending, never ending. And he know all situations. Like I said, he's in your future right now. He's right now trying to work out the good plan that he has told you about. He's right there. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Listen, let me tell you, cast all your cares. Cast your cares. Cast your cares because he does care for you. He cares for you. He cares for you. So God wants us to continue to walk in his divine will for our lives. You know, he has an eternal view of you. God's view of you is infinite. It's not finite like, you know, our minds can think. You know, we can only go so far with our thinking about others and our thinking about ourselves. But his thinking of us, his view of us is infinite. And, you know, we can't even imagine the things that God has planned and his thoughts for us. Psalms 90, 1 and 2 says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place for all generations, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God, meaning that you are Elohim. Also, I want you to know, and I think I alluded to this earlier, that the Lord, our Father, our God, Elohim, has no equal. Isaiah 40, 12 and 31 says, else has held the oceans in his hand (laughs) has anybody think about it who has held the oceans in its hand and then it said who has measures measured off the heavens with his fingers (laughs) listen to that god measured off the oceans or the heavens with his fingers who else knows the weight of the earth Tell me, do you know how much the earth weighs? I know I don't, and scientists may think they know, but I don't think they really know how much the earth weighs. And then it says, who has weighed the mountains and the hills on the scale? If you, I want you to tell me, who has picked up the mountains and the hill and put it on the scale and weighed it? <laughs> it says, verse 13, who is able to advise the spirit of the Lord who knows enough to give him advice or teach him (laughs) I love this in verse 14 it says has the Lord ever needed anyone's advice does he need instructions about what is good God don't need any instructions about what is good. I know we have our fathers, our mothers here on earth, our aunties and cousins and whoever we connect with. They, you know, they are good, but no one can out good God. No one, no one can instruct them on what is good. Praise God. And it said, did someone teach him what is right or shows him the path of justice? So God knows what's right and he knows what what um, the justice that we need. And trust me, God is not mocked. You know, 
whatever a man sowed, they're going to reap it. God sees what's going on and he's taking record. You know, God knows about justice. He knows about righteousness, but we have to let him handle it. Right. And let him guide and lead us on how to handle certain situations. It says, no, for all the nations of the world are but a drop in the bucket. They are nothing more than dust on the scale. He picks up the whole earth as though it were a grain of sand. It said God picks up this whole earth. I mean, like a now it didn't say like the sand over the seeds, like a whole, he said like a grain, one grain, one grain of sand. That's how God picks up the earth. I hope you are getting and understanding and getting the grasp and embracing who God is. El Alam, our everlasting father is talking about how great he is. We serve a great God, someone that we can you know, stick our chests out and be proud about, right? Not some stone sitting over in the corner that someone have to pick up and move from place to place. Mm. All, verse 16, all the woods in Lebanon, forces and all the Lebanon's animal would not be enough to make a burnt offering worthy of our God. So it's just saying that, you know, all the sacrifices that can be given in Lebanon or wherever the sacrifices are, all the burnt offerings and things like that, you know, it, I mean, it's just not enough. It wouldn't be enough. I mean, he accepted, but I mean, it's, it's not enough. But it's just so good God accepts what we give him. But we could never give him enough. I think it was a song that said, if I had 10,000 tongues, you know, I could, I still couldn't praise you enough or something like that. But, you know, it's not enough. Excuse me. Whatever we do for God is not enough. And not saying that it's not enough that God is not going to accept it. I mean that we can always say more, do more, express more of how we care about him, how we love him. I mean, in other words, God is worthy. He's worthy of much more. So let's skip down to verse 18. It says, to whom can you compare God what image can you find to resemble him? Can he be compared to an idol formed in a mold overlaid with gold and decorated with silver and chains? Or if people are too poor for that, might they at least choose wood that wouldn't decay and a skilled craftsman to carve an image that wouldn't fall down? <laughs> this is just funny to me. He said, if you can't afford the gold <laughs> that's overlaid with gold and decorated with silver and things like that, he said, at least you can um, get some wood that wouldn't decay and get a, a skilled craftsman to carve out an image that wouldn't fall down. I mean, at least you can do that to try to compare. I mean, look at what you worshiping. At least y'all can get something that ain't not going to fall apart. it. <laughs> He is something else. Him and Jesus, I tell you, they be talking some stuff. <laughs> Verse 21. 
Haven't you heard? Don't you understand? Are you deaf to the words of God? The words he gave before the world began? Are you so ignorant? Verse 22, God sits above the circle of the earth. The people below seems like grasshopper to him. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain and make his tent from them. Verse 23, he judges the great people of the world and brings them all to nothing. Those ones who think they are so great, who are, you know, ruling over you, lording over you, making your life difficult. God can bring those people down. Verse 24, they hardly get started, barely taking root. Then he blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like shaft. Verse 25, to whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Asks the Holy One. Look up into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. Ooh, look at God. I mean, it's like he brings these stars out. Just think like these stars marching out like a great army. And then not only do he have an army, I mean, you know, some people have an army, right? They have these soldiers. Do you think that the, the sergeant or the ones who over them knows every last one of the soldiers names in the whole camp? of the army you know sometimes they be forgetting those names they don't know every name they call them whatever they call them but it says god knows every star he knows every one of them he called them by name because of his great power and incomparable incomparable strength not a single one of them is missing like never none of them escapes him every single star that he marches out like an army he knows them by name and none of them are missed okay verse 27 oh jacob how can you say i mean after we hearing all of this about god right all of his greatness and then here listen to his tender and compassionate heart he says oh jacob how can you say the Lord does not see your trouble? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? He knows when you're in trouble. He knows when you have done right. God knows. He sees. Verse 28. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God. El Alam, who we've been talking about, the God creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. Verse 29, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Look at him encouraging us telling us what he will do for us, what he can do for us, and what he have already did for many of us. Verse 30, even youth 
will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. 31. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And I say, trust, trust in the Lord. Put your trust in El Alam, the God who is everlasting, who has been, who is now, and who will always be. Now, I pray that you have been blessed by this morning's Sunday morning scripture reading worship. I tell you the truth, and I don't say this often, but it has blessed me on today. I tell you, the word of God is alive, and I tell you, it is vibrant, it is uplifting, it is encouraging, and I just love talking about the word of God. I love listening to the word of God. I love God's word and I love who he is and I'm just so thankful that he has laid on my heart for us to get to know him more intimately more deeper by his names and attributes and um, I pray that you will continue in this study with me and as I said we're going to take a little break but we're going to come back I pray, if it's the Lord's will, stronger and more vibrant and more ready to do the will of the Lord and what he has for us to do as it relates to bringing forth the word of God, ministering to you, uplifting you, encouraging you in this I Love Moment podcast. Now, may the peace of God be with you always. Rest in Jesus. Now you be blessed. Love you. Now listen, beloved. If you desire to know this wonderful God that I've been talking about and bragging on, what you need to do is to know His Son. It is through Jesus Christ that we get to have a relationship with the Father. So why don't you accept Jesus in your life today with the intent of living for him all of your days for the rest of your days. Now, you know what? If you made that decision, I am so excited for you. And let me add, now that you've given your life to Christ, in order to grow in your salvation, you now need to get connected with a body of believers, those who believe as you believe now. And also, find a uh, Bible-believing church, one that teaches the whole Bible, and get plugged in there. You want to be around like-minded individuals who uh, can help you grow in your faith and also who can guide you in the right direction as you starting this new journey. 
So I'm excited for you. And if you want to get in contact with me, you contact me at Ahava Ministry, WA at gmail.com. And I will certainly help you and try to guide you in a way to find you a church. And also, if you have any questions about this broadcast and any other broadcast that you've listened to, you can contact me with that email address. Now, may the peace of God be with you always. Rest in Jesus. Good evening, everyone. My name is Thomasina Jenkins. I'm a mental health therapist. And for quite a while, I wanted to do a mental health podcast. So I just want to say to you all that I really appreciate the services that I've received from Wanda Austin. I highly recommend her. If anybody watching this video is even thinking about doing a podcast, please see Wanda. You will be well taken care of. Thank you, Wanda. I really appreciate you. She has a wonderful podcast herself. Hi, I'm Marilyn Gowdy, and C2S is the place for all your podcast needs. Hi, my name is Valerie J. Yelk, and I highly recommend Connected to Support. I trust her professionalism, expertise, and reputation to get the job done. Sign up today. Yes, sign up today for podcast training and coaching. If you want to get in contact with me, contact me at Ahava Ministry, WA at gmail.com. That's A as in Apple, H as in Henry, A as in Apple, V as in Victory, A as in Apple, H as in Henry, Ministry, WA at gmail.com, where we connect our niche to your podcast needs.